Lord Minutes, a minute by minute podcast from really 997 Sequel Jurassic Park, one minute time. I'm Brad. I'm here. And today we're going to discuss Minute 94 of The Lost World as we end out the week. David, uh, late last week, Chronicle Collectibles, um, we'd seen teasers of it, but uh, they put up for pre order their version of the Jurassic Park Night Vision goggles. Yeah, they did. These were a fan made ori- origin uh, guy by the name of Rymo. Ryan Mo. I can't remember his last name, but <laughs> he does a bunch of various Jurassic Park props on the replica, or no, sorry, replica prop forum. Yep. He recently just finished a, um, and actually put out a construction manual for the GPS that um, that Eddie Carr made for the Lost World. Oh wow. I might have to check that he out. Put that all together. He built, even built a, um, a, he even recreated the digital screen uh, for where we see in the movie where, um, ugh, excuse me, lay on my end, where yeah. Eddie is searching for, and them all are searching for Sarah. So that, uh, that satellite view of Isla Sorna that we get, that's actually on the screen. Yeah, oh, that'd be fantastic. And again, a great little prop from the film. Yeah, but the uh, the night vision goggles, um, $499. They don't include the stand and the base at this point. By the looks that you've got to buy that separately later, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> and if I've got yeah. to do that, I won't be I won't be buying it separately. I'll just get a, I don't know, get a bit of green velvet or something for them to sit on on the glass shelf. But, um, <laughs> um, of course, not actual working... Uh, night vision goggles they got the green light leds that light up around the uh the eyes and i think you can change out the pieces or you can either have the lenses closed with the cross crosshairs on the end of them or you can have the lenses open i think i didn't read too much into it but um i just had to have them so i've, I've put the pre-order up for them and made the first payment on them nice but also one thing i noticed when i was there um we talked last week about the ironhead studios Tyrannosaur, and how it looks like you got to buy one piece and uh, to well, sort of set up the whole diorama. Dr. Alan Grant and Dr. Ian Malcolm are still there, available for purchase, yet that Tyrannosaur is completely sold out. Is uh, it really? Yeah, which surprised me, the fact, like, okay, it's they've included the stand in that so you could have that by itself, but I wonder how many people have brought that to have as it's by itself. Well, I'll put it another way. I, I, I hope that they didn't allot a hundred Tyrannosaurs to uh, to go in a hundred dioramas. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of people getting the dioramas and not being able to get that T-Rex. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I kind of think that... Um, I don't think that this was supposed to be limited. So I think that the dioramas will will have more T-Rexes. I don't, I don't think that there's going to be dioramas without them. It's kind of the centerpiece to it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I just hope at the end of 10, 12 months down the line where all this stuff's been released for pre-order, there isn't someone missing an Explorer or missing the T-Rex because they've all been sold out. They're not making new ones to fill to fill new orders. Um, time will tell to see what sort of happens down the line with that. I just I just got nowhere to put a four foot long T Rex. <laughs> the colossal <laughs> the super colossal one's gonna be bad enough. <laughs> I know, I know, man. It's gonna be a outside display, I think, but um Yeah, no, I just thought that was interesting while I was over on uh on the uh Chronicle website. 
I wonder, they might have only got a certain amount from Ironhead as well, because Chronicle's only doing the US release for them, isn't it? I'm pretty sure they're doing, or someone else is doing international release for them. Yeah, uh, there's other people doing other, um, other, what's what's the word, where they uh, supply for another yeah, supplier. Yeah, um, but yeah. I think they've got other suppliers in other countries. Yeah, would Paradise Collectibles be doing it as well, or would they be selling on behalf of Chronicle? I I think they'd be selling on behalf of yeah. Iron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah, time will tell. We'll see what happens with that anyway. But if you've got, uh, if you'll manage to get pre-ordered on one, then uh, good work. Pachycephalosaurus, carnivore? Huh? No, no, herbivore, late Cretaceous. You see that distinctive dome skull? Nine inches of solid bone. How oh, careful. See, the package neck attaches at the bottom of its skull instead of the back of its head is with reptiles. So when it lowers its head, its neck lines up directly with its backbone, which is perfect for absorbing impact. Secondly, uh, more footage or some extended, or real extended, 45 minutes to an hour of gameplay footage has come out for Jurassic World Evolution. Have you checked that out at all i haven't checked out all of it but i did peek at it yeah yeah i reckon it looks fantastic <laughs> just just the environment unfortunately the sort of the person playing that uh, i watched was clearly more of a uh, reviewer and not so much a fan of case in point yeah. uh I, on this one we flew mm-hmm. into uh, mecanceros and uh he sort of building as he builds but there's people walk around there's a monorail station so i would have been following the monorail and seeing where the harbor is and <laughs> all, all that sort of all that sort of stuff but just the world itself looks fantastic the level of detail with the forests the open plains um the fences and all that even the buildings look great as well um yeah and i got to see the... i think the dinosaurs themselves look great oh, i mean they look very photorealistic yeah i got to see the um ceratosaurus uh, come out of the uh, the little pen there and go straight after a, a Galamomus type uh, animal and kill it. So yeah, um, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, it just it, that seemed weird. That um, it just seems to be a single fenced off area. I don't know if you could add more. I'm sure you could add more fences to do it. And as a predator come out, you could tranquilize it and airlift it into their own pen. But uh, again, it's probably just a bit of a demo. But you've still got that sort of well, we've got to go, over, got to go around and find DNA to complete stuff and some of that stuff that might drag a little bit at the start of the game while you're building. But yeah, for the most part, it, it looked fantastic and I can't wait until, uh, I think it's still June when its release comes out. Yeah, I think it is too. Because I think he, he opened up a map at one stage and again, the fanboy in me is like, just just go see what's on Sauna. Go to Sauna. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, their priorities are unfortunately different than ours. They're looking after gameplay, graphics, glitches. Yeah. You know? Yep. We just want to see what's there. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you want to see how accurate they made it. Yeah. And I I fear that um, some are going to start looking at this, and especially since this was... Well, the video itself sort of took place on one of the other islands in the Five Deaths people go oh well this confirms that engine has facilities on the other islands and all that sort of thing and just annoying me <laughs> but yeah i think it's just for the gameplay 
Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Just have to let them know <laughs> politely. It's just it's just game <laughs> canon. It's not film canon. But uh, unless there's anything else on uh, evolution you want to get to, Dave, we'll get into minute yeah. ninety four. Yeah, let's go. As we ended minute ninety for Over Lost World, Ian grabbed Kelly's hand and had ran for the door of the kiln shed, leaving Sarah inside to start her climb up as the raptor appeared in the hole at the back of the kiln shed. As we start on minute 94, Sarah reaches the top of the kiln shed and kicks out the roof vent and climbs out onto the tin roof. She takes a couple of steps and then leaps across the gap onto the boarding house roof, trying to get a handhold on the tiles. At 93 minutes 15 seconds, the raptor appears from the same hole in the roof and leaps past her to the top of the boarding house roof, cutting off her escape. Sarah screams and starts sliding back down the tile and falls over the side of the roof, but catches herself at the last minute. At 93 minutes and 20 seconds, we look down past Sarah and see a Velociraptor on the ground below, circling, waiting for its prey. Sarah picks up a couple of loose tiles and starts to throw it down at the Velociraptor in a vain attempt to get it away. As Sarah's pulling tiles, she notices tiles further up are starting to slide down and formulates an idea to get the Raptor off the roof. At 93 minutes and 40 seconds, her plan works, and by pulling one last tile out, a lot of them start to slide down, bringing the raptor down with it, and it sails past her to the ground, and falls on top of the other waiting raptor there. At 93 minutes and 32 seconds, Sarah tries to get a better grip on the roof, but slides off, and falls down on her back. She looks over and sees the two raptors fighting, so gets to her hands and knees and starts crawling back against the kiln shed wall. At 93 minutes and 57 seconds, the two fighting raptors tumble past her and then back again, not paying attention to their prey, instead fighting each other. And this ends minute 94 of The Lost World. As we left off last minute, Ian and Kelly had uh, left the kiln shed. Obviously no raptor out the front of that door as they left, but um, they, Ian didn't really stop to think whether that other raptor was going to be out there or not. He just sort of, they ran for the door and left because there's still two outside at this point one that mm-hmm. um ian sort of hears and we hear snarling at that back back hole of the shed and um the one that left him at the car at the garage but they run outside anyway and um then we get again that great camera shot we seen earlier of uh, it slowly rising up the shed as sarah's climbing higher and higher up into the, the into the roof of the shed and uh then we cut outside on the uh, or perspective of above the boarding house roof, looking at the uh, roof of the kiln shed. I love the red warning light sort of on top again, just sort of that precautionary thing that you'd have near a helipad on the the high mm-hmm. buildings around. Even though there's a tree that's growing clearly higher than the <laughs> the kiln shed roof, but uh, it probably wasn't back in the day. Um, you'd imagine the jungle would be cut well back a lot more than what it is now. But again, this being a completely separate set. And sort of, I'm guessing the lower sections filled in with CG because the kiln shed roof and the boarding house roof were only about a metre off the ground where they were filming with yeah. Sarah hanging. Oh, yeah, they were, I think. Uh, you look at some of the behind the scenes, and, and this was all a uh, separate set here. Yeah. This um, top portion of the kiln, of the, yeah, the kiln shed. Which is Because that tree isn't actually even there. Yeah. When yeah. we see the. Um, on the full set. Yep. And it's a shame because, again, we can't see the perimeter fence. We can't see that big floodlight that would be lighting up the um, the kiln shed in silhouette. 
there is a light on the side of the kiln shed there it's seems as well a little one but um it just yeah there's just no no expanse out around that those two buildings just you've got the set dark so you can't see what's what's out there which is unfortunate yeah. but um uh, oh yeah we get um she kicks out the roof fence and sort of climbs out onto the roof unsure how she actually got to the middle of the roof seeing earlier that the the middle of the structure was hollow um mm-hmm. whether there was a cat catwalk at the rafter level or the roof level that sort of went out to those vents or not um just something else we don't see so need to speculate on but um, she gets out onto the roof of the kiln shed and sort of runs, takes a couple of steps and then leaps over onto the uh, boarding house roof. And um, again here, there's no sign of that floodlight earlier we've seen in the previous minute, but um, grabs grabs a handhold and we uh, pan back up to see the raptor emerge from the roof. Again, have <laughs> Sarah could get to that middle roof section and the raptor uh, found a way to do it as well, but come through the same hole mm-hmm. and... Uh, it quickly and easily takes a couple of steps and leaps high up onto the boarding house roof above her and um, sort of cutting off her escape. Now, I have no idea why, but ever since I was a child, I've loved this shot of the raptor getting onto the roof. I don't know why, what, is, what it was about it, but it was such a cool shot. Mm. Well, even most of the perspective is from... Sarah sort of laying on those tiles down near the gutter and looking up at the mm-hmm. raptor above her. Just not having anywhere to go, you've got a two-story drop behind you. Um, and we don't know the other raptors there at the moment, but um, or just yet, but having that drop behind you and having the raptor on the, <laughs> the roof in front of you, it's just another one of those uh, like times of desperation. Um, mm-hmm. But um, she sort of screams and lets go of the tile she was hanging onto and starts sliding down and uh, goes out and over the edge of the roof and manages to get a handhold just in time and hang on and we get to see past it and see the second raptor circling below, which would be on the roof of that uh, small structure we see adjoining the, the kiln mm-hmm. shed and the boarding house, which, think about now, would have uh, reduced her fall from two stories to maybe a story and a half that we see in a minute, but... Um, from this vantage point, you can't see the hole in the roof. You can't see either side of the structure. Um, and you can't even see the kiln shed wall either. <laughs> and so just looking down at an open ground area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sort of again, where's Kelly and Ian? We know they're just waiting at that window for her to come rolling through in a minute, but um, surely the raptor would have come past them all. Again, it's just the whole geography thing here sort of gets a bit muddled. Uh, much like the yeah. much like the Tyrannosaur breakout um, in Jurassic Park, just sometimes this, this sort of stuff happens. I don't know if there was just some reshoots happening on set, or if something got rewritten or what. But it just yeah. And again, it's only nitpickers <laughs> like me that are noticing this stuff. But um, but yeah, we cut down the ground level and look up at Sarah um, as she hangs off the roof. And we get a great shot of the other raptor sort of leaping up and snapping at her heels um, mm-hmm. as she starts throwing yeah. tiles down at it. And that's kind of a famous shot, you know. Mm. I mean, I've seen that on plenty of. Um, I've seen the shot of the uh, raptor's mouth open uh, mid jump, kind of going after Sarah on a lot of different things. 
especially um, memorabilia, like movie still, mm. signed autograph movie stills and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just, a, it's just a little nod back to Jurassic Park where Lex was doing the same thing um, when she fell through the roof of the control room. But uh, notice here too, while she's hanging off the wall, you've got that light up in the, uh, underneath the eaves of the boarding house, which mm-hmm. is neither putting out much light at all. Um, again, when it was new, it might have been brighter, but also, why why would a single light glow be up there? <laughs> With yeah, nothing... also, I wonder that myself. <laughs> like, especially next to somebody's window, who would that might be their bedroom? Yeah, you know. Yep, it'd be annoying at midnight. You're trying to sleep and there's bugs and that flying around it. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to have the window open. But again, just a weird little spot to have it to have it here, especially when uh, earlier, where uh, Ian leaves the car and runs across to the kiln shed, you don't see that light on at all. So, it, it yeah, it, it almost it almost feels like she's hanging off the back of the boarding house here and not the side. But but as we get to sliders later, um, there's actually a second staircase on the rear of the building, so she would have fallen down onto that if that was the case. But um, uh, as Sarah's sort of pulling the tiles off, we can sort of see the ones higher up start to slide down, and the raptors sort of walking backwards again. You got to. Uh, one of the guys in the uh, the rigs that sort of stands and has the fake raptor feet under their feet as they're actually walking on the tile. Which you can see here, the way sort of the toes bend up at the front. It's sort of the the, uh, the animal's not putting all its weight on its feet like a, a real animal would. You can see it's sort of a bit of a prop. Not an animatronic. Well, it's puppet mm-hmm. feet, so yeah. <laughs> Just the way the puppet feet are moving back. But um, but uh, as it's, it's sort of walking back to avoid the situation and uh but it's too late and the uh row like three or four rows of tiles start to slide down and it sends the raptors sliding down and off the roof with them and um it falls down and lands on top of the raptor underneath and the two start to scuffle mm-hmm. which again is a good little callback to the novel where there's a couple of scenes in there where the raptors were just fighting each other um oh yeah in fighting and that mm-hmm. now i always thought that because of the fact that the last shot we ever get of that raptor is of the tail kind of just twitching that the raptor killed the other raptor, but I've always been told that they were didn't because you can see the other raptor still clawing at him. Mm. And I never actually looked hard enough to see in, but you do, you can see the other raptor clawing at him before the other raptor lunges for its neck. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I didn't never thought that the one had killed the other, um, because again, this is the last time we see any of the raptors. <laughs> Once Sarah sort of falls down through that roof and rejoins Ian and Kelly, and they run for the operations building, um, nothing goes chasing them. Even though Ian sort of stops and looks back at one point and giving them time to catch up, but um, again, even when the helicopter flies overhead, there's nothing in the street. <laughs> They've uh, obviously finish fighting and one might be dead one might not be and the others ran back off into the jungle or hiding at least but um, mm. they might have been scared off by the um, helicopter mm. yeah well again it's been four years these these two might be younger males or younger raptors mm-hmm. that sort of haven't weren't here when the park when the island was evacuated so don't know what that sort of louder noise is and would be startled you might be able to say the same thing for the one that Kelly kicked out the window too. It's like, what the hell is this twirling thing coming at me? 
<laughs> more so dazed or confused than uh, I'll just eat you as you come at me. But um, but yeah, unfortunately, Sarah sort of turns to uh, get a better grip and pull herself up and slips and uh, lands flat on her back <laughs> after a story and a half fall, which... Should hurt a uh, lot. Yeah. I've done it. Because she bounces. Like, it's clearly a... Um, they've had an airbag there or something and CG the yeah. roof in later. But um, I would have preferred if she fell through the roof and it sort of took most of the momentum. Then she, she sort of landed on top of that light and fell out the window. Um, mm-hmm. Just because we know there's a hole in the roof and it sort of only looks like um, like a tight... Like a... Uh, a tar? Yeah, roof? yeah, like those tar... Yeah, that's what I thought I did too. Yeah, we don't have them here, but just the way it's sort of all folding into that hole... Uh, as she rolls into it, and we know, especially from the other buildings, it's not. They never built this this place with concrete and steel like they did Jurassic Park. It's all sort of uh, boards and sort of boards. Mostly like wood over uh, wood over steel beams, you know. Yeah, yeah. But... Actually, the um, operation center seems to be the only thing that was actually made out of full concrete and steel. Mm. But then floor to ceiling glass windows all through it. So, yeah, really. Um, but uh, no, she bounces and it doesn't seem to phase her. She sort of rolls over and starts crawling towards the. Uh... Oh, you can see no. the you can see the boarding house window here. She sort of crawls over and leans against the wall. Um, yeah, she does. And then she's leaning against the wall of the um, of the kiln shed, and you can see the cross beam girders. Mm, yep. But again, that window wasn't there before when we when Ian ran across either. There was that little one higher up, but it wasn't at the um, same height as the roof of this um, bottom section. But as uh, as you can see at the bottom of the camera too, you get the first look at that hole in the roof. You don't know mm-hmm. what it is at this point, but um, it's there. And she sort of rolls quickly and um, pushes her heart up against the wall as uh, two fighting raptors roll past her and then back again, sort of ignoring her. Maybe roll a bit too close to her. <laughs> like again, being CG here, rolling back and forth, but they sort of... It almost seems like they roll over a leg. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. There's obviously some sort of practical thing there because it pushes her back against the wall a little bit as they come past, but they get pretty close and still decide to ignore her. But then also, too, with the way she's sitting here against that kiln shed wall, um, the set area past her would have been where that floodlight was shining and where that dead raptor is and here it's just black, <laughs> inky blackness offset mm-hmm. but um, that's where this minute ends we're uh, yeah. like we're about a minute away from getting off island um, anything else on that you want to talk about before we get into the uh, the, the beginning of the end of Ludlow no I think we're good with that alright uh, in the, uh, the road to here in the pre-San Diego script last week uh, the call was sent um, and Roland and Ludlow were heading back out to the Valley of Death to track the Trenosaur. Roland wanting his prize or his fee, and Ludlow wanting a baby to bail Injun out of Chapter 11. But uh, they returned back to the stream bed where the dead Hadrosaur was seen earlier and sort of start following the tracks down the stream. Uh, Roland pulls that ash out of his pocket and sort of lets go of it and makes sure they're downwind or upwind, whichever one <laughs> that is. The, the the one that the one that the Rex can't smell them, um, yeah, and they uh, upwind. yeah, and they find the Rex downstream drinking about a hundred yards, uh, 
Roland takes a safety off his rifle and prepares to fire. Um, Ludlow goes to move to the side and stands on a stick, which, of course, he would. And uh, it snaps loudly, of course. Roland sort of spins around and holds up a warning finger at Ludlow, but when he turns back, the Trenosaur's gone. Um, mm-hmm. and... No, the rock they were leaning against is gone. Yeah. <laughs> but um... It's kind of a slow reveal there, which is what I like about it, is this big green... It's described as like some mossy green pebbled rock. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because Roland sees it off to the left um, and freezes. He grabs another handful of ash out of his pocket and drops it and realizes the wind's changed. So immediately mm-hmm. they've lost their advantage of. Uh, well, they lost their advantages of the Rex not knowing they there as soon as Ludlow stood on the stick. But um, beside them, the boulder moves and an eye opens and then swings its big head around and looks down at them about 10 feet away from behind and um as you said sort of that greeny color um and they sort of there's a bit of a description here of just the color of that male tyrannosaur and how it's uh it's natural colors camouflage with the jungle which mm-hmm. we definitely get from the uh the animatronic at least and that we don't see a lot of it in the film because it's all at night but um yeah just how nice nicely painted and designed that male uh tyrannosaur is but um, Roland and Ludlow stand frozen, but they can hear that the Trenosaur is behind them. Um, Roland sort of whispers to Ludlow that it's just eaten, so it won't attack us if we're not threatened, which is something they sort of added here, which, eh, I'm sure it'd still eat. It ate Gennaro. Mm-hmm. After, oh, it didn't, but the Trenosaur oh. in Jurassic Park ate Gennaro after just eating the goat, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't eat when they're not hungry, and you just fed on a hadrosaur, you know? Yeah, yeah, so... It's, That's a lot of meat to feed on. yeah. And even in the film later in San Diego, after uh, it leaves the island, Sarah tells Ian that it's going to look for water and then it's going to look for the next thing it body needs. So that's a little bit of a tie back into there. But um, they find here, well, they found here drinking after its big meal. But um, Ludlow wants to shoot it, but he's sort of guns pointing downstream in the direction they were heading and they froze when it sort of come at them. But uh, Satisfied there's no danger, the Trenosaur turns and begins to walk into the jungle, and Ludlow seizes the opportunity and spins around and starts firing. And Roland yells out, no! <laughs> and, of course, he misses, because he's Ludlow, and he's an idiot. And because we don't want to see a Trenosaur get <laughs> bored holes in it, but um, the re- Trenosaur turns and pounces, and um, Ludlow gets a couple of shots off, but they sort of harmlessly rip through the ferns. Um, the Rex bends down, grabs Ludlow in its jaws, and carries him off into the jungle. And uh, before Roland has a chance to get it, a bead on it with his gun, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's where we uh, cut back to the group in the comms room um, with the helicopter about to arrive. So we can talk about that in a couple of minutes. But sure. it's just sort of laying the uh, laying the groundwork here for Ludlow's demise. Where uh, in the film later we see same concept where he's going after the infant to save InGen, whether it's greed or just self-preservation in the company money. <laughs> He's um, putting his own danger, putting his own life ahead of uh, what he should be doing. That should have been staying with the others and getting off island and regrouping, mm-hmm. coming back later with more people. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, one of my favorite lines of the whole script comes out of this scene. And it's where, or not just lines, but moments in general, is when, is when Roland lowers his gun and says, the animal has won this time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which kind of goes with the whole thing if with Ludlow, or I mean, I'm sorry, Roland and Ajay in that deleted scene where uh, Roland is remiss that there wasn't enough close encounters that they never 
that they were just a firing squad. They'd never, the animal never got away enough times, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because I sort of paraphrased probably a lot of what's going on in the script here, but, um, yeah, it's sort of, a, again, it's another little callback to Jurassic Park as well, where um, Muldoon, the clever girl, it's like he knows he's been one-upped, um, mm-hmm. even though there we see him sort of try and bring the shotgun around at the last minute in a last-ditch hope, but... Um, yeah, it's sort of here, Roland sort of finally, a creature's got the better of him. Unfortunately, it was mm-hmm. because of, he had Ludlow beside him. And he's bad him. enough to admit that. Yeah, yep. And he was after that Rex for his trophy, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I suppose one other question it sort of brings up too is whether or not that male Trenosaur is the same one that was with attacked the trailers earlier in that, because now they're being in a, like in a completely different section of the island. Yes, they... Um, they'll follow there by the parents. But the fact that they've sort of already been able to bring down a hadrosaur and eat it with no sign of the female, and it's only sort of... An, well, it's not even an hour after the initial camp attack either, so... Mm-hmm. It is actually a pretty good point, and I had never even thought about that, that it couldn't possibly... I've never thought that it couldn't be the uh, male and female pair that we have. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's not something you really think about because we don't really know. Leaving Jurassic Park free yeah, out of it, they're the only two Trinosaurs we know of, plus the baby. Now, again, we're not going to go into what <laughs> the male is in Jurassic Park free, whether that's another one or not. Um, we've only, well, I suppose now we've had the um, dinosaur protection group stuff come out where I think it was six Trinosaurs bred, um, one, mm-hmm. one of which already on Nublar, so six there or five there, um, and that sort of ties in closely to early trespasser stuff as well before the film came out where they wanted, or they had seven great tyrants of the island. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that, that sort of, yeah, it doesn't help <laughs> without having a, a confirmed dinosaur list of what uh, what was released, and now it's all been retconned in, so. There six, so it's possible this was another male. Um It'd make you wonder why, again, they bred males, but anyway. But, uh, yeah, next minute we, uh, I think next minute, no, next next week definitely we should see uh, Ludlow's demise, because I'm pretty sure that happens before the final chase through the compound. Mm-hmm. But until then, David, anything else you want to bring up before we get heavy for the day? No, I think we filled that out pretty well. All right. All right, guys, let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. You can email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail.com. Facebook, The Lost World Minute. Twitter, at The Lost World Minute. And Instagram, The Lost World Minute. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, Life will find a way.
because I never I never knew for sure that was all a set. But it was only it was only just sort of once I seen that photo, I just tweaked and went, oh yeah, there's no way they're going to have people standing on top of two a two story structure mm-hmm. <laughs> on tile roof, even with a platform there, and uh, to film that scene. And they're not going to have anyone hang off the building as well, especially when there's no sign of wires or anything like that. But yeah, hopefully uh, this next week some more Fallen Kingdom stuff gets out. Hopefully next week I'll have my own Thrashing Throw T-Rex, because that's going to be the first one I'm planning on buying. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, like, as I said, it just it's it's fantastic, and even we discussed when we were saying it at Toy Fair, just the, the sort of gaps in that, but unless you're looking at it directly on, like, if you're holding in your hand looking down on its back or from behind, you can't, you can't really see the gaps in it, and just the movement the movement in it sort of you want those gaps if it was all rubber mm-hmm. then you'd you'd have to put on a shelf and never play with it because it just um the rubber would just deteriorate something shocking <laughs> over the over the couple of months but uh, i mean if you use the right latex rubber my uh thrash i mean my yeah my thrasher still lives on strong with the thrashing motion and everything you know yeah 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 I think it's just Hasbro cutting corners with the stomp and strike, you know? Yeah, but then it's sort of... There's got to be some... Like, the fact that it's $49, where the Irex and that stomp was like $100. Um, Like, it's half the price of that that bigger stuff we got for uh, for Jurassic World. Um, It's still got electronics. Um, It doesn't have the the arm gimmick that the Irex had, but of course it's got the tail gimmick. I don't know if it's just a fact that they've been able to, because they're going to make so much more, they can make them for cheaper or... But again, I, I just want to know, sort of... I'd love to know how the, the gimmick inside the hips works and just how much... how long that's going to last. Well, I'm sure there's one that's going to break eventually and somebody's going to take it apart to find out how it works, you know? Yeah. Yep. And... One of the things that I've loved to have seen is the repaints of these things. They've been phenomenal. Mm. I've seen a, oh, I've I... seen two um, the Lost World T Rexes repainted, and it's just been phenomenal. I've seen one of the maquette of I mean not of the um, one style like the female from the, from the first movie, and it was maquette quality. Yeah. Well, that's even even with the stomp and throw. Like again, like you got the little jump ups where the the larger pieces go over the smaller pieces for the joins. But um, I reckon this is almost a perfect size to go with the Horizon Brachiosaur that I've got in my display. It's not for the Dilophosaur, obviously, but I just I'd love to have this like a custom of this painted up in this um, size scale and just having their display. It'd, it'd probably go good. With those, uh, the 132 Explorers as well. Yeah, mate, um, yeah. It's just sort of, and that's where it sort of comes back to, it's a shame that where the Colossal one looks so good, but it's also so big and probably doesn't scale. Um, but then give it give it, uh, give it, it a couple more months and it might scale perfectly with Explorers and Jeeps they have coming out. Yeah, really. We just don't know, we don't know how far they've gone. Um, oh, it might scale perfectly with the Chronicle. Yeah, yeah. One, the yep. Chronicle Ford Explorer. Yep. yep. Because we know the, um, well, that Colossal one is designed to eat people, mm-hmm. and then the vehicles are designed to have the people in them, so 
there should be some close... It should be close scale-wise. Like, I think one of those Jeeps we've seen, you can put two people in the front of it. So it should it should bring the scale up a fair bit. Exciting times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just hope we get some decent distribution out there at retail. Like, yeah, really. I've gone in there and brought this Wave 1 now. I should be able to go in the, back into that Kmart next weekend. They should have it's the shelves stocked again. If they don't, then I'm going to be concerned. Like, if they're only buying... Um, a wave here and a wave there and not actually fully... Because going to the days where you just see a whole aisle, well, Star Wars still do it because it's Star Wars, but... Yeah. Um, going to the days where you just see those massive aisles, it's just toys. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> sadly the franchise. Still. Yeah. I mean, also, the thing you got to remember is it's Kmart. They've not been doing well. I had one. They actually just closed last year. Yeah. Because it wasn't profiting. Yeah. But then that's sort of the... The two the um the difference between over there where sort of over here Kmart's a lot like I'm guessing a lot like Walmart um mm. where it's just a lot of household items that really cheap and don't last as long as they should but um well, they're doing they're doing all right over here so that's how our Kmart was it was like a Walmart but Sears yeah. in general is not doing well at all you know they they are they're predicted to be dead within the next year or two. Yeah, and but then again, like as it, Kmart. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then listen, that that sounds again like there's a lot of different variety there, and just the market's not big enough now for online shopping to have all those massive department stores. Yeah, unfortunately. Because we've only got Kmart, and then Big W's pretty much Kmart again, and then sort of Target, which a couple of years ago they decided they didn't want to be the cheap place to buy so they start getting more designer stuff in i don't know how that worked out for them but um our target been that the toys. Has, but yeah who knows yeah yeah but they're they're the three main ones and of course you've got toys r us which they've had they've said they're not going anywhere soon over here so we'll see what happens there but yeah i'm going i'm going yeah i'm going to uh going on holidays on tuesday i might go and call in at the uh, toys r us there and see if they got this stuff in. Although I don't think anyone else apart from Kmart's been breaking the 16th release date yet, so... Yeah, same here with um, Walmart. Walmart seems to be the only one that's majorly, besides Toys R Us, but Toys R Us is getting rid of everything, so they're just putting out whatever they get out, they get in their trucks. Yeah, there was one news story here that I didn't find anywhere. It was on posted as a, a Lego set, a Jurassic, um, I think it's Fallen Kingdom... Trenosaur capture like a Lego truck hmm. with a cage on the back. I don't know if I didn't find it on Outpost, so I didn't mention it. But apparently, it's a um, Toys R Us exclusive. Now I don't know how that works over there, where I I don't see them actually buying it to sell it. So it might be one of those those sets that's sort of lost uh, lost in distribution because. Of, Distributor is not there to sell it anymore. Yeah, it might just end up on end up on eBay or something. Be stupid prices. Well, Toys R Us was supposed to get a whole line of their own exclusive products, which I don't know what's going to happen with now. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Gymnastics. <laughs> I scrubbed out that I got cut from the team. Thanks for knowing. <laughs> <laughs>